Hello all, group talk here with more amazing group topics. Tonight I have the privilege of meeting with Pasquale and Juliet. We have been discussing how to address enabling roles, whether we are parents, teachers, husbands, wives, children, how do we identify when we are in an enabling a behavior that is self-destructive in ways? Now, Pasquale has said, and let me introduce him, Pasquale. Hello. So um, what we have been uh, discussing here this evening is figuring out what role are we playing in, in our life and the roles of which where other people are playing. Uh, some people are in what's known as an internal locus of control, and that is of the mindset that life is happening for me, which means that it may not always, sometimes that door that is closed may actually be in my best interest that it is closed and locked. And rather than me knocking on that door, maybe I, there's something better suited for me out there. And if something isn't working, I shift and I change the game plan. I don't stick with it if something's no longer serving me. Next, you have what's known as an external locus of control. And in that instance, that's more of uh, where someone believes that life is happening to me. I have no control over my life. Everything is predetermined. It's fate. Um, you know, it's because of my socioeconomic background. It's because of my parents. It's because of where we grew up. The things I did not have made me the way I am, and I'm stuck this way. And in the, that role of life happening to me, sometimes people even get into a further stuck state of being the victim. And when we are the victim, we often look for an oppressor, someone who is preventing us from growing, whether it be ourself, an external environment like an addiction, uh, a behavior that we just can't get enough of, our parents, whether they've loved us too much, not enough, not in the way that we have loved them to love us, um, a job, a boss, you name it, you know, that's where the, the oppressor can come from. And then, because there's a victim, there must also be a hero or savior. And they look to people to do for them which they believe they cannot do for themselves. And when playing that role, that's a very dangerous role to play, playing the savior or hero. At first, you would think that, you know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm empowered. You might feel empowered that you're able to move into that person's life and help them. But what you're really doing is preventing them from helping themselves. Because we're, not, we're no longer guiding the person. We are now making the phone calls. We're doing the work for them. We're using our, we may, if we're seeing a client professionally, we are now doing the work for them in session, which should have been homework that they had a week 
to do. And we're taking away from time. Does that happen on occasion? Of course it does. It's life. You know, sometimes life gets in the way and things like that. What I'm talking about are patterns in which we're, we're doing the work for them. We're feeling strained and stressed. And the other client's just looking at us like, what are you going to do for me? And that also moves out of the client role to friends and family, people that we're close with. Maybe you have a coworker that no matter what happens, no matter how long that deadline comes, they're not doing the work, and then you're left holding the bag, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's pretty much what we've been talking about so far. I'm going to turn it back over. <laughs> so, hi, Juliet. Hi. I think- I, uh, I, 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 I wanted to just uh refresh uh the audience on your um sessions with younger right. individuals and how did you find what part of NL uh, uh NLP did you find useful? Well I was just wanted to also follow up on what Pascal was saying about the enabling piece because I do think that as parents um plants very often struggle with this um detachment, uh, the separation from their child, particularly if the child is aging out of being a child. Mm-hmm. Right? So the transition from after the age of 20, 18, 21, where the child um, in the normal developmental phase of life starts to individuate and separate from, from the biological family. But as parents, very often I think it's sometimes, um, you know, very often or sometimes either way, hard uh, for them to accept Um, to give the child the benefit of taking the risks that children need to take. Um, Sometimes I think it's also about parents allowing children, adult children, the dignity um, to make their own choices. And sometimes I think parents do have this heroic role that they see themselves as the saviour, the protector Mm -hmm. um, of the adult child who may still be living in the home at the age of 32, um, may not have a job, mm-hmm. um, but mum really still continues to cook the breakfast, so to speak. Um, why? You know, uh, it's, it's, it's something I think mothers and fathers, you know, do often struggle with. So I just wanted to pick up, when you talk about enabling, mm-hmm. it's very simple stuff where it starts. Ab- absolutely, it really does. You know, and a lot of times it, it could be because of a secondary gain. Mm-hmm. That, uh, a fear of no longer being needed okay. once the child is, especially right. when you're talking about children in the home, right. you know, that fear of no longer being needed once the child um, individualizes. Right. So I had one uh, mm. client who's, who's 20 and he really felt stuck after having dropped out of, of college and really didn't have the confidence to to know exactly what was going to happen instead of being at college or what he was going to come up with as an alternative. And I realized that at home there were no expectations of him, not even to do his own laundry. Mm-hmm. You know, no shopping, no cooking, no cleaning, and he was online. And he eventually realized that he was online too much. Um, so gradually he's starting to take, you know, more responsibility for his own activities and structuring his day. Um, but this is not because mum has understood that she needs to actually have some expectations for his participation in the household. 
And so there you have it, guys. We would really appreciate your feedback and comments on this segment tonight. I hope you enjoyed uh, another late night group talk. Look forward to hearing from you. Good night for now.